Ladies and gentlemen, how you doing? This your boy Johnny Vegas, host of Sleepers for Billionaires, the podcast. And I'm here to tell you that Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Anchor gives you everything you need in one place for free, which you can use right away from your phone or your computer. Creation tools allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great. They'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google podcasts and many more you can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership download the anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started I wanna be a billionaire. I ain't getting no sleep till I see a million every week. I wanna be a billionaire. I ain't getting no sleep till I see a billion every week. I wanna be a billionaire. Billionaire, I wanna be a billionaire. Ladies and gentlemen, how you doing? Welcome to another episode of Sleep is for Billionaires, the podcast. I am your host, Johnny Vegas. Now today, I got a very special guest in a very special situation, very interesting. Now, I typically introduce my guest, but my guest wants to take the liberty to introduce himself and explain his title, explain his name, and then we'll get into the interview. So, I'm going to pass it on to my guy. I'm not even going to say his name. I'm going to let him do the introduction. That's take what's over, up, bro. Brother. Thank you for having me, no Johnny. Doubt. Do your thing, Yo, man. my name is King James. Uh, he asked me, brother, asked me what you do, and... I do God's work. I believe that we are divine beings. I'm not, I'm, if you look on my Instagram, you'll see me cooking for celebrities. You'll see me playing music. You'll see me connecting people. I've done work with nonprofits. I've done so much work. So to tell you, I just do work with nonprofits, for example, or I am a business liaison. That's so minimizing to the to the your potential my potential what god put in me we are divine beings we are literally images of god himself well god doesn't put himself in the box god didn't say i can only do this i can only do that we can do anything we put our mind to and that's just not a saying that is for real like mm-hmm. when i wanted to play music i literally Carved out time and just started practicing piano. Mm-hmm. I was there sometimes 12 to 14 hours a day. I just had this drive. I wanted to play piano. Mm-hmm. 15 years later, it sounds like I'm Mozart. But right, I didn't right, sound right, like Mozart right. 15 years ago. Nah. I sound I was trash 15 years ago, but I didn't give up. Yeah. I said, this is what I wanted to do. I took my mind and put it to it. Mm-hmm. And now people, some people know me as just a piano player, a keyboard player for church. I've been playing for churches for the last 15 years. Yeah. Some people know me as just a producer. Yeah. But then someone who knows me as a celebrity chef wouldn't even believe that I was a musician. Like, you are a musician. Well, you do look like a musician. Right, right, right. You actually are a musician. You did not play some of my music, and they like you made that. I'm like, yeah, man, I can do a lot of yeah. things. Man. I'm made in the image of God. Mm. So thank you for having me, and I'm no so doubt, excited man. about the podcast. Yo, I love it too. Yeah, you. yeah, thank you, my brother. I appreciate that, and I love the intro and the energy you 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 set the tone with just now because it's like off the camera we're gonna relate relate that conversation back on camera because. When people ask me what I do, like I was explaining to you, I don't just do one thing, you know what I'm saying? So it's like my brain's like a pie graph. I dedicate a little bit to each of my talents. And then 
sell those services as my company, right. you know, but if people really want to know what you do, they should ask a different question, you know what right. I'm saying, more so like, what do you get paid to do, or what can you do for me, because that could spark a different conversation, if you ask me, right. what do I do, then, you know, how much time you got is my response, you know, so... I mean, if I want to cut it short, I say what I do is I serve humanity because that's what I do. My music serves people. My food is serves people. I'm here to uplift people, serve people because that's what God does. He serves people. He, you mm -hmm. know, so I'm just an extension of him. So you would say your purpose in life is to serve others. Yes, my, my first purpose in life is to enjoy myself. Okay. Without enjoying myself, you're, you're just wasted all every year, every day that you're here. You're not enjoying it. You're literally wasting time. Like, literally wasting time because you don't know how much time you have. That's so, you're putting off happiness where well, I want to do this later. Well, I'm going to start to do I'm going to take this trip. Well, you might not be here at that time. So, that time that you have now is the first to enjoy yourself. You were put here when a baby comes here, they cry when they get out. But usually that cry is laughter when they get around their parents or get around their family. You'll see a child in his infant, most infant state, they're happy. They're waking up every day looking what they can do to be happy and enjoy themselves. Right. Tell the child, hey, let's go to the party. Because like, ah! yeah. we are here to enjoy ourselves first. Mm -hmm. And then after we enjoy ourselves, then as we become adults and get more conscious, we mm -hmm. realize that. Another part is serving other people and our whatever our gifts, our talents, our passions are to use that to serve people. And that's that's why they say when well, you're doing what you love, it don't feel like work. That's fact. Why? Because you're enjoying it. So mm -hmm. the key to life is enjoying yourself. Mm -hmm. and one of the scriptures actually says that that's a gift of God to enjoy your labor. Mm. It's a gift from God to actually love what you're doing. Right. And time, there is no time when you really enjoy what you're doing. So my first purpose is to enjoy myself, my family, this existence, the food, the things God put on earth, the sun, the yeah. water, to enjoy that and be grateful for it. And then also to, I would say, parallel to that is using my ability to help other people, mm -hmm. you know, to propel them to where they need to be because what is this world without other people? It's nothing. You'll be here by yourself. Yeah. You know? Now, honestly, man, based on what you're sharing with me and, you know, if you, if you ask me what would I call you, I would, I would simply say a humanitarian. That, that's what I think that title, the, basically what you shared with me right now is you want people to enjoy their lives and you want to serve people and you have these gifts that you share with people that bring them a sense of enjoyment, wow. you know, in different shapes and forms, you know, food or music or whatever. Right. And that's some humanitarian stuff. That's why you say that because uh, I work with a nonprofit called My Friend's House. We're, mm -hmm. we're down 540 South San Pedro every Wednesday. They've been there for the last 10 years. I've been there about 15, 16 months down mm -hmm. in Skid Row. Mm -hmm. And I'm no, I'm the person I'm the guy who's known for, so we get, um, thank you, shout out to Trader Joe, shout out to Panera, all our supporters, appreciate you, thank mm -hmm. you. Um, so we, we get flowers from um, Five Breads and Two Fishes, an organization that gives food and, and encouragement to people who are um, transitioning from homelessness. But they also give us flowers, so I can go there, Trader Joe's give them flowers. So mm -hmm. I go there, pick up all these roses, and then so keep in mind, I'll Right across the street from the Union Rescue Mission on 5th Street, mm -hmm. there's a line of people, probably 150 to 200 people that stand there waiting for food, mm -hmm. clothes. 
And I take the flowers and I go to every single woman. I hug them and give them a flower. Mm. And the men, I give them like opportunity to give a woman a flower, flower. too. We're standing in the line. And I'm actually known for that. People see me like, oh my God, you give me a flower. But to me, it's like, I've heard so many people say, man, I haven't got a flower in five years, 10 years. One day said, I've never got a flower from a man before. Wow. I don't want nothing in return. I just want to see that smile on that person's face who's standing there in this hot sun, waiting for some food and some encouragement. Here come me, I'm dressed up, I'm feeling good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I believe how you treat others is a reflection of how you view yourself. Mm -hmm. So if you're able to love other people, give freely to other people, that says a lot about how you feel about yourself. I agree, man. I, I totally agree. I feel like when people do good, they feel good. Right. And the people I that do bad... I use that. I like that. They do good, they like feel that. good. You know, but it's like the people who do bad, it's more so like they just... Mm. It's, it's, it's different because it's like they can feel bad because they're in a bad situation, situation. or they could just be a bad person, right. you know, and don't want others to do good. You know what I'm saying? So that's even like with, with haters, for example, like... You're not mad at my success. You're mad at your lack, lack of, success, of success. You know what I'm saying? And although that's not my problem, I feel you. But it's like, how 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 can you fix that? You know. So and I'm asking you, like, how does well, that, how does that fix? Well, one of the, one way you can fix it is being a light. Mm -hmm. uh, if you notice, whenever you go to a dark room, mm -hmm. even a little bit of light repels darkness. And it might be just the but the more the frequency of the bug, the brighter it gets and we are have a light in us people literally can see your glow mm -hmm. because we got it now it's popular to say glowing up yeah but it's true like when you radiate at such a high frequency it starts with within it magnitudes i mean it magnifies to other people mm -hmm. so one way you can fix it is just being radiant right like we don't have to negativity is so easy to get rid of just being positive yeah like, think about people who you be around who's happy mm -hmm. and you know they have a good time they may be enjoying maybe someone say you go to a birthday party you mm -hmm. see somebody enjoying this stuff you naturally just fall into that vibe yeah yeah absolutely. but then if you go around your people who's mad somebody just got shot or something yeah. and they all angry and then you get in the room and then you are suddenly angry yourself yeah yeah because you that the, the energy, energy Mm -hmm. Yes, the energy intensifies either way. So what you can do is to kind of eradicate the kind of negativity or haters, whatever. Just be more positive. Just be more light. It's hard to be around a happy person. Matter of fact, when you, you can't even be around a happy person for too long. Cause then it makes you feel some type of way. Mm -hmm. It's like, man, well, you know what? This person then it kind of makes you kind of kind of step off or. That's the thing I like about energy. It's kind of it's like magnets. Like mm -hmm. the magnets who come together, they're like that. But yeah. if it's not, they repel from each other. Mm -hmm. It's the same way our energy is. I agree, man. I agree. And I see that a lot of like, you know, even in relationships, like, you know, one can be up all the time, one can be down all the time. And it's like, you take some of your energy trying to bring this person up. But if you see it not working, then eventually nature yeah. will take its course. And so, I think, I, I do think uh, along that same line, um, I think people who... God has given a certain level of light. Mm. To it's our job to bring up other people. So if you take a hundred, uh, let's say you take a thirty watt bulb, we only use them kind of bulbs no more. But a thirty watt bulb does not shine as bright as a hundred watt bulb. But you mm. don't shit on the thirty watt bulb. That's you, a fact. You, you just have to. It does not shine as bright. But you put together the both together, then you have one hundred and thirty watts. Mm. You just don't mm. throw away all thirty watts. There's sometimes hundred watts is too bright. <laughs> Right. I don't know where it's at, but 
use the, I'm using the analogy of the Watson light because we have that same frequency, that same vibrations. Like if I have the answers, well, if I'm not giving people solutions, then I don't have the answers. That's I might right. can know it, but if I'm not helping and putting it to use, it's, it means Useless. nothing. Useless, yeah. That's what I mean. So, uh, so uh, I find myself in situations where I'm supposed to use my likeness, my presence, mm -hmm. uh, my energy to uplift. I'm down, listen, I'm down Skid Row probably four or five days a week right now. Mm. And I don't run because of people's so much negativity, but I'm that person people come to, they see me like, hey, what's up, King? Yeah. That's a smile coming on people's face when they talk to me. Why? Because that's how I treat people. I don't mm. treat people like they're less. Everybody's a human being to me. I agree. I agree. You know, and I, and I, and I, that's good that you, that you do that with the homeless, man. And it's like, I see a lot of that in LA, like just being an epidemic with homelessness. And it's kind of sad. And it's like, it could be so many different, I mean, reasons why that happened, you know, it could be lost a family member, just lost a job, or just couldn't keep up, or who knows, you know what I'm saying? And it's, and it's sad to see, so my question to you is, why, what, what sparked inside of you to kind of like, want to help the homeless, you know what I'm saying? Because and cause some people have like a bad image of the homeless because there are some of the schizos out there that kind of you know act crazy and then it kind of gives you that bad look on homeless like oh they all the same but they are really not so what made you even jump in that world and just be like i don't care if you're schizo if you're not if you're homeless i want to help well um i'm an orphan my dad killed my mom and killed herself when i was six years old i was raised by my grandmother oh, my sorry, hi man. nana how are you doing thank you for all your service and everything you did to help me i appreciate it. i wouldn't be here without you um, my grandmother took me and my sister in. She told me that she didn't want to see me and my sister separated. She didn't want us to go in the foster, in the foster care system. So she kept us together. Mm. Um, she lost her family. She lost so much trying to keep me and my sister together. Um, she raised us up in church and they had a helping hands ministry and we would be there every single Saturday, probably since I was like 11, 12, 13 years old. I'm talking about Every Saturday, maybe one or two Saturdays of the summer, we went on vacation. Mm. But every Saturday, we were helping these people. And um, my grandmother would bring people in her house. Mm. Like, at my house, anybody can come to my grandmother. I'm telling you, anybody, I literally mean anybody can come to my grandmother's house and get a meal. Mm. So she cooked, she didn't care who you were. And I remember times when she, people would come to our house and she would make us wait. Mm. Or she remember one time she took our bedroom, made all of us get out of our bedroom. So one lady, a homeless lady from Africa came, she gave her, we was upset, like, man, I'm like, why are you giving her our room? Mm. But I didn't understand that those things were laying the foundation. So as I became an adult, I moved from Philadelphia out to LA and my homie gave me an invite to go down there and help with my friend's house. And then it was just like, I got to do something. I'm the kind of person where I'm not a talker. Mm. Like, I don't, I'm an action. Like, mm -hmm. you can talk, we all can sit around talk about a problem, but mm -hmm. how many people is actually going to get up and do something about it? So I said, you know what? Well, what can I do at the level that I am? And that was just carrying boxes, I'm sweeping up the floor. Mm -hmm. Just the little things that nobody else wanted to do. Right. I just started doing them. And from there, I began to grow in the company, grow, grow with the organization. And... Just to see 
the effect that people have when they see me now. It's mm. like, you've been here. Mm. It's one thing to say, you come, you giving, you throwing all this money at the problem. It's another thing when you're actually there physically counting. Miss mm -hmm. Miss L'Oreal, she's a person who um, is, is in transition, and um, she her story is I'm not gonna say her name because she mm -hmm. her story is very public. Mm -hmm. um, but she got a makeover for her for her apartment. Okay. And in her apartment, she has a letter that says King is allergic to mushrooms and mayonnaise, mm -hmm. and the owner of the organization took a picture of that and sent it to me. Mm. And I felt, I literally tears came to my eyes. Like, wow. man, this is how people view me here. Mm. People who, these people are nobody to a lot of people. These are nobodies. These yeah. are the, the cast off of society. You know, they're, just, they're going to all die soon. But to me, these are people. These are God's chosen people. God love these people like he loved me, like he loved you, like he loved everybody that's watching. Mm. So I treat them the same way. There is no... And the funny thing about it is they say, well, y'all such big celebrities. I say, no, you're the celebrity. Without you, when we go out, so when we go out and hand out uh, water, bananas, snacks, people tell me thank you. And I say, mm. no, thank you. Yeah. Because without you, I don't have the opportunity to serve. I get blessed by serving. It's, it's mm. a dual partnership here. Right. It has to be a giver and a receiver. Mm -hmm. It can't just be givers or just receivers. We both, we need each other. So yeah. I'm thanking them as they're thanking me because we're we're, hurt, we're helping each other. So seeing, you know, I I really love the Most High. I, I'm not talking spirits. I'm not talking about religion. I'm not affiliated with any religion. Right. I literally love the Most High and His creation. Mm -hmm. I love His people. I love Him. I love this earth. I love everything that He's done. And to really, if you really believe that, then you would treat the people that he makes, that he loves, yeah. like you would treat him. That's you know? a fact. You can't say you love him and then treat people bad. That just don't... It don't add up. It don't add up. So I have that mindset from my grandmother, mm. who is probably God's... She probably loved God more than anybody in the world. <laughs> probably my grandmother. Um, that's where I get it from. So it's been passed down to help. And I've been in a position where... I needed help, mm -hmm. and I believe in the laws of sowing and reaping. Mm -hmm. like, I'm giving now. I'm helping as much as I can now because I don't know where I'm going to be five years from now, ten years. I don't know where my son's going to be five, twenty years from now. I don't mm -hmm. know, but I'm hoping that. So people on Skid Row say, "King, King, you don't got to be here. King, you a musician. You do this. You got this. You got all these verifiable things." I'm saying, "Why are you here, man?" I said, man, did you know you was going to be here 10 years ago? Did you think you would be on Skid Row? They're like, no. Like, well, then how do I know? I don't know either. I don't yeah. know. So hoping now that all the bad things I've done in my life, coming from the hood, going to the inner city, things I'm not done and not necessarily proud of. Um, so I said, you know what? Well, let me try to do as much good as I can now. Hopefully that kind of mixed up. Mm -hmm. I don't think it works like that, but I'm just silly enough to try. Let me yeah. do as much good as I can. Hopefully, God has said, you know what? You fucked up real bad, King. I'm not going to lie. What you did, you know what? For this period of time, you did everything you could mm -hmm. to help these people. That's a fact. So let me just give you a... You don't get as much... You know how it works. Yeah. You don't get as much time of senses, lengthy sentence as you deserve. Mm. But give us a little bit less. Right, so right, that's, right. that's part of it. I didn't even take up so much time. Nah, elaborate. This is your but, show, man. But that's some of the reasons that I... 
that I'm out here trying to help and, and be trying to do goodwill because I've done a lot of bad. You mm. know what I'm saying? It's like, you got to, the laws, you got to make up for it. That's a fact. That's a fact. You can't have the good without the bad. But, you know, right. sometimes when you go through some bad things, it makes you appreciate the good. And that's why I see right. you doing such good things because you may have had a history where, you know, yeah. bad was consuming a lot of yeah, time. Yeah, a lot of time. I mean, there was a time in my life where... I didn't care about no other human being. This was Jersey, right? Correct? Philly, Philly, Philly Jersey, Philly, Philly. all that. Philly, 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 East Philly, Coast. Philly, Philly. I'm Philly. from Wilmington, Delaware. I was born and raised in Wilmington, Delaware. Delaware. Got but it. I lived in Philly for the last 15 years before I moved into LA for like the last 16 months. Got it. Um, I've been a part of a lot of lot of things and seen a lot of things. And the truth be told is, is man. I know I got to answer to God, you know what I'm saying? I know, like, you, there's a lot of things you, we get away with, we think we're getting away with, but there is He's someone that's watching. higher, that's mm-hmm. watching, that's listening. Yeah, you got away with that for now. So it's like, I feel as though my job, my duty is to try to make up for some of those wrongs and the best way I can. And then as I begin to, let me take it back, like, I was involved in a lot of things where I didn't care about people. Mm-hmm. When I mean I didn't care about people, I mean I didn't care if if I needed to get some money from you, I'm getting every dime that I could. I didn't care if you had to eat tomorrow. I didn't care about your family. You might be sending money back home to your mom. She might, you might, I didn't care. I just going to get what you got. I need everything you got right now. That's I'm it. finding ways to get every dollar out of your pocket that I can. I'm mm-hmm. gonna sell you whatever you need to do to get the money that out of your pocket to get out of your pocket to transfer into my pocket. Mm-hmm. Cause I got people that's depending on me too. Mm-hmm. We we gotta get it from somewhere. Mm-hmm. Working, whatever. And I would from that model I realized that I didn't care about people much. Mm-hmm. Because all I cared about was the money that the people had in their pocket. Mm-hmm. Or the people that the money that they had in their bank account. I didn't care about you as a person. Mm-hmm. You, you, you meant nothing to me. Mm-hmm. All I cared about was getting money from you. And I, I noticed that getting out here serving, it took me a while to realize, like, yo, I was really fucked up. Like, I really didn't care about people. Mm-hmm. I didn't care about, I'm taking. Yeah. I, I'm, because it's all about being comfortable, being... Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm talking about jobs, like, okay, for job, I would go milk the job. I might, I might work half the time and really be on my phone, and yeah. that's stealing. It's really it's stealing. It's embezzlement. <laughs> it's still stealing, no matter wherever you, however you try to cook it up, it's yeah. still stealing. You're not doing the job for the amount of time you're there. You're, you're doing other things while you're at work. That's stealing. Yeah. I mean, you can put it any way you want to chop it to make it sound good, but still, you're taking yeah. From another organization, That's or I'm gonna go beat the welfare system. You know how it is. I'm gonna yeah. go take this. I'm gonna go buy this for ten dollars and then sell it to you for forty dollars. Mm-hmm. Not thinking, well, that other thirty dollars that you may need that to buy Pampers or something like that. I don't. I didn't think. I didn't care. Yeah, it'd be like that, man. When you're a product of a certain environment, you know, you kind of grow accustomed to that type of mentality, you know right. what I'm saying? And when your options are limited on top of that, it's like, it's, 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 it's free for us. Like, you're time. coming up off of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah going, it, it, Listen, you can either go and take these goods and services that I yeah. got mm-hmm. and exchange them for money, or I'm going to take your money. That's a fact. And you don't get no goods and services. Right. It's either you one. Well, it's something you must get something else to do. <laughs> you know, just take these goods and services. I'm telling you, you're not leaving here without me Because I got people that's dependent on me. That's a fact. So tell me, like, so now that you reformed, 
and you you know you got this sense of positivity and, and, and being this humanitarian that you are how do you apply that to your entrepreneurialism if that's even a word you know like to, to actually build a stable foundation for yourself and the the talents that you do have that you want to profit from well what i began to do is first of all is, is get back in touch with my divine nature see i had that kind of mindset because i didn't understand i was a divine being mm -hmm. i was functioning as, a, as my lower self i was functioning like everybody else seems to function here mm -hmm. not remembering that nothing you do you've done it by yourself god has helped you do every single thing and i'm not talking spiritual i mean seriously the air you're breathing right now you can't if something happened to your airways right now, you'd be incapacitated. I'd have to call CPR. You would need help, what I'm saying. If yeah. something happened out of your control, I've seen things that happen to people beyond their control. So it helped me to realize and kind of put things into perspective. You know, we are divine beings. Mm. I am not here to take from you. It took me to realize who we are and whose we are. God made sure Everything eats. Ants eat. Ants don't steal from each other. Ants ain't robbing each other for food. Mm. But ants still eat. Flies eat. Roaches eat. Everything eats on this. Plants eat. Every single living organism that's on this earth right now eats. How do they eat? Because God provides for everything. Mm -hmm. Not just humans. When I began to actually realize that and believe it and see it in action, mm it began to help me <clears throat> business-wise. Mm. So now for business, I'm more secure just doing what I'm called to do, do my purpose. Mm. I'm able to go out and just do my music and don't worry about what's happening and who, and I gotta go get this person, I gotta meet this, I gotta meet this person, I gotta do this, I gotta do. No, 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 I gotta do my music. Mm. God is the one who makes sure everything else, the pieces come together. I need to be prepared mm -hmm. with my music. Mm -hmm. So when the time is right, I can go and everything's done. So now you say, hey, can you hear some music? I can go right here, right now. I'm playing because I've been preparing myself. Yeah. So that's a part of the business is preparation, but then also teaching people how to be entrepreneurs themselves. Mm -hmm. What I mean by entrepreneur, I mean taking the things that God has given you to do naturally and learning how to make money doing that. That's what I mean by entrepreneur, not this fancy stuff. Listen, you know how to cook. Well, let me show you how to take the food that you have to make. Follow the simple steps, and I'll show you how to make money. How can we make money from you doing that? And then, once I began to apply that model to people, I was like, wait a minute. We got something greater than money. We have a community. Mm. Okay, you do food. I do graphic arts. Well, I got to eat every day. Mm -hmm. It costs me to eat every day. Mm -hmm. But you need graphic arts for two to promote your business. Well, how about we work together? Yeah. How about we come together? You make sure I get the food. That's uh, that's how we got last names, whether you know it or not. That's mm. how you last names come from. It comes from the Goldbergs. Yeah. The Golds the and the Bergs. The yeah, they come together as a family. Mm. So now this family who has um, has a pasture with sheep or goats or whatever, they meet. Farmers, mm -hmm. they take their daughter, they take their son, they come together. Now they're the Goldberg, they have a family of Goldbergs, mm -hmm. and now the, the agreement is your produce mm -hmm. and my meat and the things that come from my, from my animals, mm -hmm. now we got a partnership. Yeah. 
that's where literally four people didn't have last names like that. You didn't. Mm. Now those last names is we think last names is kind of like everybody's born yeah. last name. That, that's a, that's a twenty. I'm saying nineteenth, twentieth century invention, especially here in America. Before people was known by their and for example in. The Islamic world, mm. your name is Ibn. My name is Muhammad Ibn, whatever. It means son of. I'm the son of. I'm the son of. That's mm. in ancient times, it's son of, son of, son of, son of, son of, son of. Mm. But then we concocted a new formula where now, today we just got names. So mm. people just names yeah. just for this to be having names. Yeah. But it, it comes from the idea of. Barter the bartering system where you need this, I have this, you have that. Well, that's come together from a partnership. Right. We also get the idea from partnership and corporations mm -hmm. where it comes from, mm -hmm. and then we come together and we supply each other with what we need. Right. So that is the kind of model that I've been emulating, emulating to help people get back to. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody has something unique about them. Mm -hmm. So people say, "Well, King." Um, you do this, you do that, you do this, you do that. I'm like, listen, yeah. we are all brands. Mm -hmm. How do we begin to see ourselves as a brand and promote ourselves as brands? Yeah. King is a brand. Mm -hmm. Everything that I do, craft is the best example. Craft, cheese. Craft, exactly, mm -hmm. bank cheese. But do you know they own the New England Patriots? They mm -hmm. own, um, he owns. Oh, you mean Robert Kraft? Yeah, yeah, Robert Kraft. But when I said Kraft, you automatically thought of cheese. That's right. Yeah, I did. Branding. Mm -hmm. That's the power of branding. But he owns so much stuff. Mark Cuban owns more than the Dallas Mavericks. Yeah, yeah. These sure. are products of Mark Cuban. Mm -hmm. Mark Cuban is the brand. The things he created are just byproducts. They're results of his thinking, his divine intervention. And all that. Yeah, that's their products. They're not. You don't give more. Power to the brand that you do to the person who created it, but that's silly. Yeah, I mean, it's just because, you know, some people, like you said, I, I thought of cheese, so I'm not associating Robert Kraft with Kraft cheese because I'm not in the, well, not me, I know, but some people may not be in the know. So if they see Robert Kraft, to the, then they're just, he's just an old, old white man. Or whatever. Yeah. But when they until they find out he owned Kraft cheese, then it's a different. And then he owned this and then he owned that. Then you look up. They Robert, got a different impression of him. You look up Robert Kraft and see all the things that they own. Mm -hmm. Pepsi is another example. Um, I just seen, I think Taco Bell is owned by Pepsi. Mm -hmm. like, what do Pepsi soda got to do with tacos? Like, thank you. It'd be like that sometimes, man. You know, it's intellectual property, man. You know this, what I'm saying? All Private equity and all that. Well, we are more than Pepsi. Mm -hmm. We are human beings. We are, we are brands. That's a fact. But what happens is we have been taught to confine ourselves. Mm. But the truth is, you can do, you don't even know what you can do. You're, you're exponential. You are a human. Mm. You're, you don't know what you can do until you put to the test. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Nah, that's <laughs> a fact, man. So now, so, so now, tell me about, I want to I I know more about, you know, the, the, how you took all of this um, godly work, right? How do you feel... God has blessed you with your music, you know, because you say your music, you, you need to focus on your music. You need to do this, that, and the mm -hmm. third for your music. And yeah. all the ups and trials and tribulations that you've been through, how do you feel you're recouping those rewards into what you ultimately love to do? Well, 
One way is that people play my music before they go to work. Okay. That to me is probably the biggest blessing mm -hmm. so far that as far as career wise, as far as music, people actually have told me that my music helps them go to work. Mm. That to me is so powerful. It's like it's that motivation to keep hustling, excuse me, to keep mm -hmm. grinding, to keep mm -hmm. going. Because it's so easy to get discouraged and you you work in and you didn't you didn't put in 40 hours and and your rent is coming. Mm -hmm. And rent don't stop. You know, it's like, man, can I get a break on the rent? And then you got these other unexpected things coming up. And it's like I never have enough to get ahead, but my music people have told me my music helps them. Uh, one of my songs says, wake up in the morning, time to hit the trap. Mm. Grind till it's over, get the money back. Mm. Wake up in the morning, time to hit the trap. Grind till it's over, get the money back. Mm. Another one of my songs says, um, where I come from, you got to hustle. Got to have like eight or nine hustles. Pretty girls love you when you hustle. Mm -hmm. You got to hustle. You got to hustle. Yeah. If you want to eat, you got to hustle. Right. You can do it. Use your mind. Go and hustle. Yeah. Got to hit the streets. Go and hustle. Go on hustle like that's my kind of music is inspiring people to keep hustling to keep going. What I mean by hustling, I mean keep doing and like don't give up today. Mm -hmm. It might it might be difficult, but don't give up because the rewards is coming later. That's a fact, you know. So it's a marathon. That's what my music is doing, and that's the blessing. So I'm taking it that now. And I've seen that, and now I'm taking it even to another level. Um, I'm up all night because I'm getting to the money. I don't chase chicks. I'm out here chasing money. If you call yourself a boss and you got to get the money. A real boss cut a check. That's mm -hmm. my song. A real boss, they cut checks. People saying they bosses, but they're not cutting no checks. <laughs> no, nah, bosses cut checks. Mm -hmm. They sign their name at that little corner at the bottom of the check. Mm -hmm. They sign their name. That's a boss. Mm -hmm. Other than that, you're just you're working. You're working to get to that point. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But bosses sign checks. That's yeah, ain't nothing wrong with that, you know. So listen to working, man. I've been him. I've been him. Listen, I mean, you, you signing checks. I mm -hmm. mean, and, and really the working man too, because they sign a check, but they're signing the checks for other people to go get on their boats and mm -hmm. yachts and that's a fact. you know, make sure the cable stays on and well that somebody's smiling because you keeping that hundred dollars a month for yeah. every month for three, four, five years, that adds up. But my point is, my music is, is is a catalyst to keep people inspired, man. Because mm -hmm. that's, that's what God does. He inspires people. He he gives you. He tells you in the worst state you're in, it's not over. Like, this is, you see this, now you're only going to go up from here. Right. Now, speaking of that, speaking of going up from there, because now you said your music makes people feel good. It's inspiring. You want to send deliver that message through the music. Have you gotten a chance to, you know, work with some major artists and actually share that gift with the uh, major artists or popular artists, so to speak? I have. Okay. And, but I'm just not the person to do the, the names and... Oh, I mean, you know, it's just yeah, something for the fans to get to know you and kind I of mean, review your I mean, catalog. I mean, you could, you know, check me out on I Am King James 7-9. Um, and then that's when you get to know about me. Because the thing, the thing I find fascinating um, about the music industry is, is who you know. It has nothing to do, it really has nothing to do with talent. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I mean, I've seen this firsthand. It's because the connection mm -hmm. and the network you are associated with. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give you this connect, this job, I'm going to give you this deal 
Because you got to have the right person getting you in the door to even for people even to see you at that level. Mm -hmm. It's not about the talent no more. I don't think it's ever been about the talent. It's always been about the check. It's always been about how can we capitalize on this to get more people to buy into what we're doing. Mm -hmm. um, my job is to get with believers. Mm -hmm. Man, get with people who are going somewhere, who believe they're going somewhere. That's all I need is the belief. That's what's and up. I mean, I've been through a lot of doors. You see me on Instagram, you'll see... But people are people, man. Mm -hmm. I don't. When people come to me all the time, you're like, "Well, you work with this person, you work with that person." I'm like, "Yeah, they people, man. Yeah. They're still pe they're people. I mean, it sound good, but you know what I tell my what I tell people all the time is like, it's it's who you know is true, but it's who it's what they're willing to do for you. That's a fact. Like you know this, and you got this. I mean, Bill on the Ice went through a bad time. Like mm -hmm. Bill on the Ice, he who was who. People, somebody said, Yeah. But there was a time when Vanilla Ice was. Oh my king. God. Yeah. Like, Vanilla Ice? Yeah. But today is who? I mean, be like that sometimes. Who? But that's, but that's because people are so focused on the hype. I'm trying to get us to everybody's divine. I like that. I'm not greater than you because I make better music, because I make music. Mm -hmm. I'm like, to me, that's very, that's little. Dang, yeah. It's like, it's How little of you to even think that. Let's give more glorification to, to teachers. Let's go to the trash men who keep, do you imagine if we didn't have trash men? Imagine what our society would be like without a trash man. Without a plumber. Without the people who really keep our lives going and make us comfortable. Those are people to, in my world are glorified. Those are the people who we... Got on Instagram, we happy to take pictures with. Nah, I agree, man, because it's like, you know, there was a saying that says you, you should treat this, the janitor the same way you treat the CEO. Right. You know what I'm saying? You got to appreciate people's time and value because we're all one, we're all equal, we all bleed the same, we all, you know, we all have skin, we all came from one right. source, you know what I'm saying? So, right. we all should appreciate each other. And you're right, people do get caught up in the hype, but it's just people's minds be so, like, for example, with the Instagram stuff, now it's became to the point where you know, your your followers dictate your, your status in life. When it's, I know people with half a million followers were broke, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So there's no status there, it's just like a facade, but people on the outside looking in rather take a picture with them to get likes or clout versus taking a picture with their uncle they ain't seen in 10 years or something like that, something of the sort that, of the, of the magnitude that doesn't have the following but still is, should be of equal value to you, but you don't see it that way because you're stuck. I got something for the followers. Mm -hmm. And you research this. I think in Australia and two other countries, Instagram took away likes. Mm. I was in a meeting two days ago with some very people in the tech industry. Mm -hmm. and Mark my words. I told you heard it first. I actually heard that before. <laughs> I heard that they were going to take away likes or they were talking about yeah. it. So they want people just to post. Yeah, exactly. They don't want the lives of the basing people. That's going to be done. Right. Start, it's already starting now, but the, the model hasn't came here yet. Of course, we always we think we're the first, but we really are the last to really get. Now, with that being said, what do you think that's going to do to, I guess, influencers who kind of gain their careers off a of following? Well, okay, see, I... 
once again, people are influencers because God made them influential. Which I understand, so, but it's so here's, here's what I'm saying. Here's mm -hmm. what I'm saying. Without Instagram, they still will be influencing. At the same, probably even the greater, because I think maybe Instagram has even took people, for example, um, Holly Berry mm -hmm. was before Instagram. Right. Holly, Holly Berry has been influencing people since mm, the eight, late, probably early 90s. That's a fact. Well, it's no Instagram, but she still was influencing people. Um, Tom Cruise, mm -hmm. Angelina Jolie mm -hmm. has been influencing people since the 90s. Mm. And um, uh, uh, um, Booker T. Washington has been influencing people since mm, like the late 1800s. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Harriet Tubman has been influencing people. She didn't have Instagram. People still are influential. Influence is people see something. They see that, once again, getting back to the conversation about the light. People see that, like, you can't, a city on a hill can't be hid. Mm -hmm. You can't hide it. It's something, people just, you just gravitate to, you don't even know what. They probably don't even understand, how are these people gravitating to me? Mm -hmm. But that's that divine light. Mm -hmm. Now, I, I just went to an Instagram uh, forum here in L.A. about um, influencers. So, mm -hmm. I'm not discounting saying that people, that it's, it's not important, it's very influential. But I, in, in my world... It's still minimizing them because now you're just Instagram. Mm. No, there. What about the this world. stuff you don't even know about? That's yeah. out. That's just popular. Yeah. There's a there's a something in Japan that was telling me about an app in Japan that's like viral over there that we ain't even heard about. I'm like, what is that? Mm. And another thing that kids use that I never even heard about, but they, it's it's crazy right now. Mm. So to take anything into once you bottle it up, you automatically lost something. You see what I'm saying? Because now you're confined. So now, we'll, and it's not because of that. It's because people are they get into this lane and they can't see other opportunities that's mm. around. Okay, Instagram is just one vehicle. It's billions of vehicles. Yeah. Like that's just one. Right. And you don't know what is tomorrow. Now I'm friends with people who are very. You can go to my Instagram. I'm friends with people who are very influential. Mm -hmm. But influence you to do what? Right. What are you influencing to do? That's the question. Well, of course, in America, we're influencing you to buy things. Right. It's just what of it course. is. Of <laughs> course. And that's what I was kind of getting at with the influencers having their clout with the corporations that pay them to be brand ambassadors and stuff. So when they take away the likes and the follow, which... Uh, me as a corporation would want to utilize a influencer to be a brand ambassador for my product. If I no longer see that, then I I, I wouldn't even hire an influencer based on analytics. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it kind of take away that dynamic to where they can potentially uh, gain some type of revenue through that stream. But we also think about this before Instagram. There was print. There was East Bay. East Bay will hire somebody to come in and they will hire Kevin Garnett or Allen Iverson or whoever to promote a sneaker. Jordan kind of started it all, really. Yeah, that's a fact. <laughs> I think, I think it would just go back to the days where 
We didn't have Instagram. You know, when we kind of had to hit the streets with with the with the whatever was popping, whatever was popping, people wanted. But see, I want to get rid of people just getting what's popping. Get what you like because you like, like it. it, not because somebody it's else said it's popping. Because you see Kylie Jenner with something. Now, okay, that might just work for her. Like you. That's a fact. Just because they have it, that don't mean it's the best thing. Okay, it's, it got Balenciaga on it, so now it's the shit. Maybe not. Maybe okay. It got Balenciaga on it, so it ain't shit. You take the same thing and put Puma on it, it ain't shit because it don't got B L A. That's stupid to me. I agree. I agree. I mean, you know, but again, you know, society is it's kind of fucked up, and it's been. I don't want to blame it on being Americanized, but like you said, we live in a capitalistic community, uh, world where, you know, everything is, I want to sell you something here, buy this, because that's what keeps the corporations afloat, you know? Yeah. So it's like, we the people that are not in the corporation get brainwashed to think this is just the way it is. Yeah. And then they grow accustomed to that lifestyle being a product of their environment. And right. it's sad because that, that uh, method is being applied to all levels of the community, whether you're in a, a low community right. or mid community or high community, yeah. you're, you're still brainwashed and trained to think that way, and, you right. know? But, but then you got people like yourself and I who will sit together, brainstorm, and slowly but surely, it's changing. Mm -hmm. Slowly yeah. but surely, it's like each one reach one. Um, because the, the truth is, we all are unique. We all are special. We all have talent. Your talent is no, we all are talented. It shouldn't be a here, there, there. Is some musicians better than other musicians? Of course. Mm -hmm. Is there some singers who are better than other singers? Of course. Mm -hmm. Are there some chefs who are better than other chefs? Of course. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying just because someone has something that more people like that makes more problem. I'm saying we all are divine beings. Every, the person who's in the wheelchair is just as divine as me. It, right. We all, once we all embrace the all divine, then we all have a different respect for each other. Because here's what I don't like. I don't like that because I have a talent, you treat me better than you'll treat somebody else because they don't have the same talent. I can sing, and this, people, this person, they can't do anything, and they might look a little scruffy. So now, you're not going to give them the same respect. I come in your house, you're going to offer me water. You're going, this person, you don't even offer them, and you don't even let them come in your house. But they could be God. You don't know who this person is. But just because of perception, I want to change how we treat people. Mm. That's what I want to do. And then business, everything will grow because this world is abundant. There is more on this earth than we ever can exhaust. Mm. Now, there are a couple people in the world who could have the shoulder resources who wants us to think that there's a limited supply of water for example like all oh, this is routes mm -hmm. no. I no. Feel the earth is three quarters water yeah there's some somebody drinking somebody drinking <laughs> it's three quarters of water this water that we don't even know about this underground and wells and yeah. we don't even know it exists yet so right. how can it be come on like there is more air there's more food mm. it's enough for everybody it's enough money it's enough Whatever, it's enough for every single person. But when we begin to treat each other like we are little gods mm -hmm. walking the earth, that might be too deep. I'm sorry, you don't even think nah, about this. Might nah, be too I mean, deep. Nah, I'm it, sorry. It's good. Nah, it's cool. And honestly, though, it's good that you that you cut it because I'd rather people get this message that you're trying to share 
through your music, which you said you put in there, and that's why I kind of want to bring the attention to, you know, so where can the people, like, find your stuff so they can capture this message that you're trying to share with the world? Well, you can follow me. First thing you do is follow me on Instagram. Um, you also can get through me to just this brother right here. I, once again, man, I thank you for having me here, thank man. Thank you for without, coming through, man. You know man, what I'm without saying? you, I wouldn't be able to get get this message out to people. So mm -hmm. you are vital, man. Everything you do, I appreciate you. You also can contact this brother right here. Thank you, Johnny um, Vegas, man. You already know. Yeah, man. Yeah, just start with the source, man. Start mm -hmm. with the source. You get to me through the source. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And what I want to do is I want to build a platform where we all just love each other, man. Mm -hmm. We always saw that, whether it be music, acting, listen, you're going to see me. You're going to see me. I'm around. I'm everywhere. You're yeah. going to see me around. Just like, well, I see him. But I don't want you see me. Don't come to me about no music. Come to me as a person, as another human being, on a human being level. Don't respect me more because you see me on this or you heard my song. Like, oh, my God, this man. I'm human just like you. This morning, I had to use the bathroom. I had to get a shower, put my shoes on, just like you had to do. I'm no different than you. God don't love me no more than he loves you. He loves us all the same. So I don't want to be glorified or no, he do this. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. <laughs> Say that. Say that for somebody else. I'm cool. I just want to be treated as another human being that's just like you. I want the same respect you would give to anybody else. I don't want to be special. Yeah. I want to be just another person contributing to the human experience. There you go. You know what I'm saying? Does that mean I don't want people to hear my music? Of course. That's why I make music for people to hear it. I want you to hear it and enjoy it and love yeah. it and buy it and support the other artists that, that I'm working with. Mm -hmm. They got families to be. I want you support, but I don't want you to. I want to cut that. I'm better than you, and now you don't you're want passing to out. Pat, pat, yeah, pat, now you yeah. see me. Now you passing. Now you fainting and shit. Yeah. Cause you see me now. <laughs> no, I'm cool. I'm cool. I just want to be treated as a human being that loves humanity, that loves God, that loves my family. Mm. That's it, man. And we all we can build from there, you know. There you and you enjoy the music, and if you don't, it's okay if you don't even enjoy it. That's, yeah. I'm cool with that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's not for everybody. It's for those who need some more motivation to keep getting up every morning. They're grinding and they're chasing a dream. Mm. That's what I've been chasing all my life. It's a dream, a dream, a dream. This thing that's seen is there. I know it's there. It don't look like it's there, but that don't... Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things that are not seen. I keep going through that thing that I don't see yet. I know it's coming. That's a fact, man. Like you know what I mean? Man. I like that, man. Big faith, big man. facts all day, man. I'm glad you tuned into another episode of Sleep is for Billionaires, the podcast. I am your host, Johnny Vegas. Thank you, King, once again for coming through. I appreciate your words and your wisdom. And I wish you nothing but success and happiness yeah, in your Thank journey. You. And uh, if I could be a part of it in any way, just let me know. Just yes, man. Let's make sure we share. Make sure we share, man. I lo love what you got going on. This, this Thank ain't, you. This ain't platitudes, man. Appreciate it. I really appreciate what you got going on. Thank you, man, for everything you're doing. Let's keep going, keep going, mm -hmm. keep pushing, keep pushing, keep pushing. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I won't. I won't let you down, but I can't. Yeah. I can't stop. I don't know how to stop. It's like <laughs> I'm like a machine and. God is the puppeteer, and I'm just like, okay, yeah. which way, God, which way, <laughs> you know, yeah. so that's what it is, man, but stay tuned for more episodes to come. Thank you for watching.